All right, so we'll call the meeting to order, and Laura will call the rolls. Alder Balde? Yes. Alder McKenney? Here. Alder Palm? Yeah. Alder Skidmore? Here. Alder Revere? Here. Alder Wood? Here. You have quorum. All right, well, thank you. We have quorum. Uh, any uh, public comments? No, we don't. No? No public comments? All right, any disclosures or requisals from anybody? No? All right. Uh, so, um, presentation of consent agenda now. Anybody, anything to be excluded? Otherwise, we'll leave here in about five minutes. <laughs> uh, we will do item 20 anyway. All the wood. Uh, how does this come on? Okay. There you go. Oh, he's right here. Okay. Right, go uh, ahead. Looks like I'm on six and seven, just for a real quick question. Six and seven. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, I, I got two that I am frantically scanning through. Can I be listed as co-sponsor in five? And I will um, vote against, uh, just recorded a vote against 13. Okay. Yeah. Anything on the content agenda? Um, Okay, uh, Thank you, Mr. President. I have a question on agenda items 13 and 19, please. 13 and we obviously will need to separate 20 as well. 20. All right. Alder McKinney? Uh, 18. 18. Anybody else? All right. Uh, so we have items 6, 7, 13, 18, 19, and 20. Uh, excluded. Uh, can I get a motion now on the consent agenda? Thank you. I move that we recommended adoption of agenda items number one through five, eight through 12, 14 through 17. Is there a second? Seconded. Uh, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. All right, so we now move to item number six, which um, is uh, legislative file number 52745, uh, authorizing a non competitive contract with interpreters cooperative of Madison for imposing language interpretation services. Uh, is there a lead uh, question on this? Or can I get a motion on, on the item first? Okay, so I'll leave your mics on to... Move adoption of item 6 and 7. Is there any second for 6 and second. 7? All right, seconded. Okay, any question on item number 6? Go ahead, Alder Wood. All right, great, thank you. Uh, so I just noted um, that neither of these have gone before couple of committees that I would at least, you know, would typically like to see them go before. What kind of time do we lose um, if we were to refer these to our next normal finance committee meeting just so that they could go before the committees listed? All right. Okay, so you're asking about the, the time frame that, so if you go to the next finance committee? Oops. 
All right, go ahead, sir. So, so I'm not sure when that is. I don't know if that's for the clerk to. The, the next finance committee uh, is September 24th. Um, after September 24th, the next finance committee meeting would be on October 8th. So I believe these items would likely have to come on October 8th if they were to um, go to the um, affirmative action and um, uh, the Disability Rights Commission prior to being taken up by finance. Yeah. So the Disability Rights Commission meets on the 27th. Um, we don't have a meeting scheduled for the Affirmative Action Commission yet. They're looking at establishing a special meeting to take this up. So we would lose roughly a month's worth of time if we pushed it back to our next to your next meeting. So, Paulo, do you want us to vote on this and then add that they refer it to different committees, or you want us to refer it and then come back here? Uh, I was exploring the option of referral. I guess a, a follow-up question would be as far as actually getting these contracts signed and, and getting these people in place. I guess how much time would we lose there? Because I, I certainly don't oppose what we're doing here. I was just trying to get as much input from proper committees as possible. But if it is, you know, it does turn into months, et cetera, I wouldn't fight that. Okay. Um, oops. If it, <clears throat> if it pleases the Finance Committee, I would uh, request that you um, take it out of order. Um, uh, these uh, items will be going before the DRC and the AAC. Um, but uh, I think that um, they're aware of the need for the language access plan to move forward. Uh, and we would, we've been trying to work with them to meet um, but there have just been some extenuating circumstances that prevented them from meeting. But uh, I think they're as eager to um, move these items along as, as Finance Committee. That's satisfactory to me. Thank you so much. All right. Very good. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to clarify. I mean, we're specifically voting on the single... Con the single um, non-competitive, we're not actually voting on the contract itself, just that it's only a single vendor response? This would uh, allow us to engage those contractors um, uh, with the approval of the Common Council. It would allow us to engage these contractors and for so these the, services. So there's no, you don't have a contract with them yet that's correct okay so the the this is just acknowledging that there is a limited pool of potential um, contractors for these services locally uh, and that our timeline is very short while we continue to do our RFP process yes and then therefore um, you would like to expedite it so that we can have those services available to our constituents Yes, please. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you. Um, do you want to add? No. All right. Yep. So I think we are voting on the. Did you say just on the contract? Yeah. All right. Alder McKinney. Okay. Thank you. Um, I did have some questions on these two uh, items. Number one, Alder 
uh, would did speak to the fact that it came before us prior to its going through its proper uh, sequence of uh, committees. Um, one of the questions that I had, they're similar, um, and I just need to have it clarified. It says, this is only until December the 31st, 2019, as an interim need to meet our language access needs uh, while DCR develops an RFP. And the language is consistent on both of those. Um, and it had an amount not to exceed um, on one of the contracts. It says um, uh, historically uh, $30,000 was the maximum. And then on the other contract, it said the total transactions were um, 1,136. My question is, where did the $40,000 come from? Why was that set as a value up to $40,000? We set that number because historically we have not spent over $40,000 on a single service category in providing language interpretation services. The most expensive service that we have provided within this category is translation services. So we don't anticipate our services this year going higher than 40,000 for in-person language translation, or interpretation, my apologies, and ASL interpretation. And so as a follow-up, the um, $30,000 and the 1100 you don't anticipate it going higher so what would that cap be what would that estimate because you've got a full range of not i mean forty thousand dollars an estimated range and you don't anticipate going that far so what would be a realistic cap for this before it goes back before the committee mm. i think a realistic cap would probably be about Thirty to thirty-five thousand. Um, with the recent flood incident, we really utilized a lot of language access services um, in an emergency setting. So it's really hard to estimate what we're going to be using moving forward. Okay, thank you for that additional information because um, um, there, with the recent flood, there's a lot of language barriers that might go. So, so I withdraw. Thank you. Alright. For the questions, discussions. Alright, we'll come to a vote. Uh Aldo Vivier, you moved the motion for the two items. Did we take all the items the two items together? Mm -hmm. Alright, so we'll come to a vote on item numbers six and seven. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed say no. Alright, the two items passes. So we now go on to agenda item number thirteen. Can I get a motion please? Second? Any second? Second. All right, so agenda item number 13, which is legislative file number 52651, authorizing the mayor and city clerk to enter into a three-year competitive selective service contract uh, with the option for two additional one-year renewal terms with Environmental Controls of Wisconsin, Inc. for janitorial services at 7 Madison, 7 Madison, uh, library locations. Questions? Anybody? Uh, Aldo Vivier. Thank you. 
I, I did indeed separate this because I had a question or two for library staff, but they do not seem to be present yeah. tonight. So okay. uh, I'll, I'll ask the question offline. I could ask them during budget hearings. Okay. I have no objection to proceeding with this. All right. Any further questions from anybody? In fact, although, I, Laura, did you open your microphone because you wish to say something about this item or no? Um, I was just going to indicate that if there was a financial-related question, we could weigh in. Otherwise, um, the library will be here tomorrow night and could speak to this. Yeah. No, I was just conf I wanted to confirm with them that and, and former library board member Palm and current library board member McKinney, maybe they know as well, but that we've always had contra contractual janitorial services at these branches and that the only branch that we don't is Hawthorne, where I presume we still use city engineering staff that would you be, know that? that would be a better question for the yeah, library i can ask them on. tomorrow and i know central that we use our own the library uses our own in-house custodial staff at central so Alder mckinney you were at that uh, well, meeting i, I was there was... can you speak to it probably more in detail with the library staff but we at the um uh, board meeting we did have a discussion about this contract and um they were supportive of it because of of the um, they'd used the contract before um, it was very competitive and the board did approve of it as a standard procedure but in terms of specific questions you, you might have I would think that you could lift that up to the to the uh, staff the staff yeah thank you thank you thank you all the I mean, so I wasn't going to make a big deal over this, but so I just I've just clarify that you know I've traditionally voted against um, a lot a lot of labor contracts that we um, that we outsource, and I've always preferred to insert source our our services. So I, it's not going to change. I know it's it's a constant, um, but and I know it's a service that we have to have. Um, but I, I do vote against it, so that's why I clarify my vote. Okay, thank you. Anybody else? Questions? Uh, discussions? All right, we'll come to a vote. All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed, say no. No. All right, so the motion passes. Okay, the next item is item 18. Can I get a motion on 18, please? And 18 is uh, legislative file number 53025. Any second? Um, yeah. uh, any discussions, questions on this? Uh, who pulled it? Was it you, Alder Vivian? No, I didn't separate it. Who separated 18? Alder McKinney. Alder McKinney, what questions do you have? I separated 18 because I wanted to um, um, to ask specifically what would be the um, the feedback from these allocated funds to the uh, to the council or to the finance committee. Is there someone here from Jim is here and Jim? Natalie and all of you. Okay. Yep. Jim, Jim, as always, I, I ask what is the follow-up in terms of allocating dollars, and could you speak to that as well tonight? So this item pertains to um, one of about a half dozen or so 
um, awards that were made and contracts that will be entered into under the Safe and Thriving Communities um, Initiative, a federally funded initiative on the city's um, northeast side. And like any contract uh, or like any agency that receives city funds, there will be a contract. There will be um, um, provisions that speak to um, performance expectations and reporting requirements. Uh, this will be no different. This this particular resolution is merely, Alder McKinney is merely substituting um, a new fiscal agent for one of the agencies awarded fundings under that um, initiative's RFP process. Um, but the answer to your question is that uh, that'll be handled through contract. <coughs> And I realize that this is a change in uh, authorizing a fiscal agent, but I wanted to really make sure that during your normal reporting process that it doesn't just stop, stop with your department, that it really comes back in whatever form, and we need to designate what that form is, that it comes back reporting to uh, this body is how those funds were spent and did it really reach the goal that it had been allocated to reach. That's always been my ask. All right. So um, with the Safe and Thriving uh, funding process and those funds, um, what's interesting about that funding process and that grant is that there will be some report out about the contracts to the community advisory group that um, you know, did the planning process on the safe and thriving process. So there's an extra step built in there um, to uh, respond to the community about the activities funded under this grant. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to add that as uh, part of the safe and thriving process. And just a final follow-up is, is that, um, and I don't want to use the word accountability because that's that's a broad word uh, but I think anytime the city is allocating dollars to programs we have the responsibility fiscal responsibility of coming back and said that this is how the money was spent and this is how we move the needle and so that accounting needs to come back and be a part of I know that you receive that information as a report out but I would like to see that come before this body as an official report as well Jim, anything to add to that? No? All right. Photo quick sums. I, I just want to be added as a co-sponsor. So we're keeping Cabo Um Okay. Um, uh, for the discussions? No? All right, we'll come to a vote on item 18. All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed, say no. The item passes. So now we go on item 19, which is legislative file number 53038. Can I get a motion, please? Second it. All right. Um, who? Okay. All the way Thank you. I asked for a separation on this simply to ask staff uh, about the B list, uh, potential for a B list um, being incorporated. So Laura and Jim, it's awkward having you behind me, of course. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, first, I do want to thank you for all the detailed information that was included in the, our packets. Uh, and and uh, appreciate copies of the RFP and and all the materials that the staff team considered and the commission considered. I I specifically wanted to ask about the B list. Uh, two questions. One, has have we used a, have we designated a B list for CBE funding in the past? Is the first question. The second question is, did um, the community development division formally request of the mayor? Inclusion of a B list for CBE as a supplemental request as per your 2019 operating budget request. Elder Vivere, the answer to your first question is no. Uh, we did not have a B list in previous CBE funding processes. This is only the second um, in this program's life, the, the second process that we've used. Um, and as um, Budget recommendations were due to the mayor prior to the completion of this, uh, of the um, allocation decisions. Uh, we did not anticipate from the Community Services Committee, nor did we um, at the division level uh, choose to seek additional funding for this program. Thank you. And one clarifying question, please, Jim. So I gathered from the materials that staff did not recommend a B list, that it was the actual commission that suggested a B list be included in their motion? Yes, staff did not recommend a B list, though we have used B lists in, in other funding processes um, in the past. But in this case, it was at the initiative of the, the members of the Community Services Committee. Very good. Thank you. Uh, Jim, I'm not sure what is a B list. What is a B list? A, a B list, Alder Balde, is um, essentially an expression. Uh, by reviewing committees, policy committees, that if there was if there was additional funding available, um, th they want to go on the record as indicating how they would um, recommend those funds be used. Example, a, an example will look like what? Uh, so we had um, we had one hundred and seven thousand dollars available mm -hmm. um, to distribute through this RFP process. Um, in it, like in most funding processes that that we administer, the the amount of requests far exceeded the amount of funds available, um, and and so on occasion, reviewing committees will identify specific agencies and and or specific projects or programs, and specific dollar amounts that they indicate. Um, they would like to see funded if only there was funding available. It's um, on occasion it's used by members of the council as establishing a benchmark or a target um, in the event that one or more council members might um, pursue in the in the budget process additional funding. So in this sense, <clears throat> I think the members of the community um, services committee um, set that target, and I'm. I'm not finding now the, the precise amount of funding that they had um, that they had recommended on the B list, but they they established a target that one or more council members might pursue. Okay, all right, thank you. Further questions, discussions. All right, we'll come to a vote. All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed, say no. 
Alright, so we now go to agenda item 20, which is a close season item. Uh, so at this point, we'll go into close season. Can I get a motion? Hold the vivid. Thank you. I move that the finance committee go into closed session to receive and, and uh, discuss an update to the Judge Doyle Square project pursuant to Wisconsin statute section 19.85 sub 1 sub e for the purposes of investing of public funds or conducting other specified business whenever competitive or bargaining reasons require a closed session and statute 19.85 sub 1 sub g for the purposes of conferring with legal counsel for the governmental body who is rendering oral or written advice concerning strategy to be adopted by the body with respect to litigation in which it is or is likely to become involved if the finance committee does convene in closed session as described upon completion of closed session notices hereby given that we may reconvene in open session without waiting 12 hours pursuant to wisconsin statute section 19.85 sub 2 can I get a second on that? Can I get a sec second? All right, so do we need to get the... We have to do a roll call. Oh, okay. Um, Alder Balde? Yes. Alder Plum? Aye. Alder McKinney? Here. Alder Skidmore? Here. Alder Revere? Aye. Alder Wood? Aye. So I'm right. just going to shut the doors. So we have a column, and then this need to go off. How do we verify? So I think basically uh, there was no action required in the closed season, so there's no recommendation out of closed season. So at this point, I will entertain a motion to adjourn. Second. All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed, say no. Right, we adjourn.